what's up everybody welcome to another episode of stating the facts podcast um before we get started i just want to wish my condolences to nick cannon the mother of his child Alyssa, and the rest of the family for the loss of their five-month-year-old son zing canyon um i've never have lost a child before so i can only but i can only imagine what they're going through like i said prayers up prayers going out to that family um nick cannon on Monday, I believe it was Monday, he got on his show and he made an announcement to the world and it was hard to watch, it was tough. And once again, praying for the family, wishing my condolences. So on today's episode, I want to discuss mental health. So this past summer, a discussion came out in regarding to athletes and mental health. This was based roughly on Naomi Osaka. For those who don't know, she's a very famous tennis player, been winning many of the the French openings. But during the French opening, she was refusing to speak with reporters after the matchup due to the fact, as she was saying, due to her mental health. So, as, so naturally that led to a big discussion on whether or not athletes should kind of just suck it up and do their jobs. Pretty much part of you get paid millions of dollars to millions of dollars basically to play a sport and then afterwards win or lose to sit in front of the media and basically discuss what happens, what happened during the matchup seems to the average American or just average person around the world in general seems cut and dry straight to the point. We all do jobs on a day. We all do jobs on a regular basis and those jobs in the, in the job description pretty much states basically what your job is going to entail. So a discussion came out. People were tend on both sides. People were saying, hey, athletes should, are human beings and they shouldn't be forced to do something they don't feel like doing, even though that's what they get paid to do. On a side note, you get paid millions of dollars. Suck it up and just do what you suck it up. You know what you're into. If you if you don't, if your mental health issues are so bad, then you should you should get another, you should quit your your sport. Quit your sport and basically go out there and find another job, find another profession. Okay, so pretty much over the summer, that was a big thing, people going back and forth. But during this discussion, I couldn't help but uh, think, and this is something that I brought with my own friends and family. What about the person working the regular old nine to five job? We can't, we don't have the opportunity to refuse to do a job, you know, if we're uncomfortable or whether our mental, we have, we get, we get depressed, we get anxiety or just whatever other mental health concerns that pop up while, while simply doing our our chosen professions. 
unlike the athlete, the athlete can sit there. They refuse to do it. They can take a fine or they can sit there and decide that, you know what, I don't want to do this job. So basically, I'm just I'm going to take some time off. They can take time off. You got millions of dollars in the bank. You can sit there on your behind and not do nothing in your mansion till you're ready to play again. The average person working a nine-to-five job, we can't do that. So let's just talk about it. Let's discuss it. That's that's what we do on State and the Facts podcast. We we talk about it and we're real with it, and we're just talking about everything that the average person goes through. So, let's talk about fast food. That was the first thing that came to my mind because right now we're going through this big mass exit, as they're calling it. People are leaving the workplace. A lot of it has to do with being underpaid, but also people are stressed out. People are leaving the workplace, and every, I swear every time you go to a, a drive through or just not even a drive through just any restaurant, there's always a help hiring sign, and there's three, four people working, and there's a line going through the drive through down the block. And the slow service is extremely slow, and people are basically upset. Customers are rude. Let's be honest. Customers are rude. And people working fast food are basically sick and tired of it. You got people wondering why they take why is the wait so long? Nobody's nobody's having compassion for a person flipping a burger or wrapping up the burrito at Taco Bell. It it ain't it ain't happening. Nobody's feeling bad for what they're going through. They want their service and they want it now. So while everybody is crying and having compassion for athletes. Nobody's having compassion for the nine to five person who's working that fast food job and looking at that drive through window and seeing 30 cars down the block and realizing that guess what? It's not the day is not going to come to an end. It's going to get worse. You're stressed out and you got anxiety that's definitely kicking in. Awesome. Imagine being in a more stressful position, law enforcement, being a nurse, working in social work. These are high-stress jobs as it is. Let's be honest. The benefits are great to some of these jobs, health insurance, you got 401k, lower middle, pretty much your lower middle class. And with everything that comes with doing these professions, and not just these professions, but other professions similar to the ones that I just mentioned, These jobs are very stressful and pretty much the you the people's lives are in your hand and the and when something goes wrong or whether they go right or they don't go quite the way somebody wants the blame oftentimes gets set on that one person doing this job which is why in these career fields you often have high turnovers it, they're just they are very stressful position well three very stressful positions and people don't take into account people assume you got benefits so it's all good you should just suck it up but once again we can feel bad for the athlete but yet we tell but yet the regular nine to five position 
And this really is some of these jobs ain't even a nine to five. These jobs oftentimes forces you to work after hours. They your your hours increase. They talk about work life balance. At the end of the day, it's kind of hard to have work life balance when you're when you're a social worker, for example. That tends to go beyond the the regular nine to five. Sometimes that work we take that work home. Nurses working long hours. You oftentimes spend law enforcement as well. Oftentimes you spend more time at work than you do at home with your own family. And oftentimes you you're worried even when you're at home, you're worried about going back to work the next day and dealing with dealing with the inevitable, which you know is coming. Very stressful position that nobody is taking into account. So again, as society, our mental health, our mental health should be priority, and we say it's it means priority. But as a society, do we really take mental health seriously? We say work-life balance for good mental health, but when your job is, has a deadline and is sometimes an unreasonable deadline, oftentimes you find yourself kind of throwing that work-life balance to the side in order to meet a deadline. And if you do focus on your mental health and work-life balance, then you come to work and you come to fit and you tend to figure out that you're now in trouble because instead of doing the work, you decide to take time off and relax when you're on vacation. You know that inevitably you are going to be coming back to a mountain of work. So can you truly go on vacation and relax knowing that the, that the very thing that you took time off from work, you're coming back to it in about a week or two weeks, depending on how long you take off. And you know it's literally going to be a mountain of work waiting on you. It's kind of hard to relax from that. <laughs> it, it, it just, it's, it's damn near impossible to focus and enjoy a vacation when you know pretty much the hell you're coming back to. But I'm gonna get off the just the work within itself. Also, we are still very much in a in a pandemic. People can sit there and say we got vaccines, we're passing through, but at the end of the day, COVID is still a big issue. And I know we're not that to use that word, but we're pretty much we're still in a pandemic. People are still wearing masks. Even if you, even if you are vaxxed or unvaxxed, you can still very much catch this virus. So there's stress about returning to the workplace, going to church, going to events. School. Simply just going out and buying groceries at the store. Every time you step out the door, you pretty much are at risk based on the fact that we are still very much in a pandemic. So that's a whole new set of mental health issues within itself of trying to be careful. 
trying to take all the right protective measures to care for yourself and your family. And Lord forbid that your family does catch something. Now you got to worry about pretty much quarantining yourself from family members in your own home while being able to take care of each other. Also, the price of everything is rising. Gas is going up. The price of food is going up. Toilet paper, paper towels, anything you name it, it is going, the price of everything is going up. The only thing that is not going up is people's wages. Minimum wage ain't really going up like it should. And people, people are feeling unappreciated in the jobs. You care about somebody, you pay them accordingly. But when your money, when you're not seeing your money going up, you have to figure somehow you you have to figure out how to make the little you have stretch in a situation that is damn near impossible to stretch. Your budget, you can coupon, budget all you want. All that stuff is helpful, and I would and I would recommend that everybody do it. But that's hell. That's dealing with a whole new uh, another set of mental health issues and concerns right there. Trying to feed it, people could sit there and say, "Well, you should have planned. When you decided to have a family. You should have planned accordingly." Nobody. Nobody thinks that their their job is not going to pay them what should be paid. Nobody's going to think that the price of everything is going to skyrocket on them. And you're going to have to pick or choose whether or not you want to have food, a roof over your head, gas in your car so you can get to work, the cost of daycare going up. At the end of the day, it's quite a bit to take in. We have to be honest. The average person is dealing with this. So, the next time that we decide to get into an argument and discuss and feel bad about athletes who are making millions of dollars in their mental health, now I'm not saying screw them. We should be concerned about everybody's mental health. But while we are having this discussion about the mental health of millionaires and billionaires, and I'm not talking just not even athletes, rappers, singers, art, artists in general, anybody who's making millions of dollars, I want the people. The average people to remember the person that you encounter doing a nine to five on a regular basis. The person working the cashier, the cashier at your grocery store, the person working in that fast food line, the person at the car wash, the police officer you encounter, the social worker you deal with, the health provider. Remember all and a number of different people that you encounter. Hell, even the, even the garbage man who pick up your trash. Remember all these people who work a nine to five. 
and when you and when the server seems to be a little slow or not going according to what it should be because let's be realistic these people are expected to work for low wage and when people tend to quit a lot of these jobs really like to see like to see how far they can stretch the worker the handful of workers who are left and see how much they can get out of bare minimum staff so we can save a little bit of money have that equal amount of compassion for your fellow for your fellow man and woman who is in the lower middle class who live struggling to make it in the poverty line. For those who have jobs who do offer mental health days, take them. If you don't if you don't have sick days and you just need to take some time off from work due to the stress, I very much recommend that you take that much needed time off. You may think that the job ain't going to be able to make it without you. But if you break down and you drop dead tomorrow, they would hire somebody else to take your place. So definitely take the time off if you really do need to take a mental health break and just a mental health day or two or a week. So with that said, uh, if you can do me a favor, Follow me on IG, Stating the Facts 21. Also, go to the website, follow statingthefactspodcast.com. And also follow us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and other social media podcast sites where you can find me. And as always, Stating the Facts. Absolutely.